0: Listeners, readers, welcome to a Fox Page recommendation, where I will give you my sense of why you might want to, or might not want to, read this book I love. And actually, I'm going to scratch that part about not want to, because frankly, I cannot think of anyone I know, not anyone, who wouldn't love this book, which is kind of weird because let me tell you, when I first saw this book, I mean, the cover is unbelievable. I am not immune to amazing cover art. In my mind, this is amazing cover art, it's so appealing. This Japanese woodcut and this really cool um, color scheme, as far as I'm concerned, with this kind of subtle rainbow thing that's happening and these bold letters and this bold title, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. Probably should have said that. We're talking today about Gabrielle's Evans tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. If you're like me and you saw this on a table at your bookstore and you picked it up and you opened it and you realized that it was about teenaged gamers, you probably, or not probably, God, I don't know, but I was like, mm, no thank you. So I put the book down didn't think about it again. One of my kids bought a copy. It sat around for a while and I would look at it wistfully and be like, oh, I wish that I gave a shit about teenage gamers. And then I don't know what happened. I don't know. I can't remember quite why I picked it up. Probably some recommendation from one of you smart readers, actually. And I was so taken by this novel. So one of the reasons why is because Gabrielle Zevin, is unbelievably smart. I got a little bit obsessed with her for a while and was doing all of this weird sleuthing and was doing all of this reading of all of her essays and all of her work because she's so, so smart. Not only is she smart, she's funny and she's down to earth and she's accessible. And I just could not get enough of what this woman has to say. So this book is in fact about gamers, but it's not really about gaming. I mean, it is about gaming, and actually, I think that was a very valuable part of the novel for me, because as someone who um, I've got a lot of gamers in my life, they're all under 25, and they're all children or my children's age. And let me tell you, I have a better understanding now of why it is they love video gaming as much as they do. So this is a book that really helped me understand the younger generation, but. I actually didn't even realize that until later and frankly didn't really care that much because the rest of the book is so deeply affecting. It's really epic in its sweep. There are these two main characters who meet in the beginning when they're about 11. And the book actually feels pretty epic and it feels dense and kind of long in the very, very best of ways. I don't think it's really that long. I don't know. Maybe it is. Wait, let me look here. I'm checking it out. It clocks in at a cool 397 pages, which is a little bit on the longer side. And, and when I say that it feels dense and long, again, I mean that as a real compliment because you do not want this book to end. That's not true. I always want books to end because I always wanna to get to the next one on my stack. But I took so much pleasure in every single page of this. So you have this epic sweep of these two kids who meet when they're 11, and this relationship that carries on for them throughout their adult lives. This is a book that's actually very heavy in plot, which is not something that I'm usually interested in, but you're so invested in these people and what they're trying to create, not even just in terms of their games, but all of the sort of vicissitudes and all of the challenges that they meet, which are manifold. All of those things are so deeply affecting. And, And really, frankly, she's tackling some very, very large issues about sexuality, about Uh, violence in this country, about relationships, about the immigrant experience, about uh, anti-Semitism. There's so much in this book, but it's all packaged in this incredibly appealing, deeply affecting prose. So I'm gonna read the two sentences as I always do, I'm not gonna parse them for you, because if you want them parsed, and you wanna dig deeper into why this book is so incredible, you'll have to tune into the Fox page and listen to the 90-minute lecture on this incredible work. But you know how much stock I put in the first sentence, so I will treat you to that. This is on page three, and typical of uh, Gabriel Zevin, it's both very accessible, but it's also a little opaque because it depends on, you, you actually need to be reading this. You're gonna have to fake it as a listener uh, because this has to do with spelling. Before Mazer invented himself as Mazer, he was Samson Mazer. And before he was Samson Mazer, he was Samson Mazur. A change of two letters that transformed him from a nice, ostensibly Jewish boy to a professional builder of worlds. And for most of his youth, he was Sam capital S, capital A, capital M, on the hall of fame of his grandfather's Donkey Kong machine, but mainly Sam. So again, I'm not gonna dig too deep into that sentence, but I do think it's a pretty good kickoff. The other sentence I'm gonna treat you to is not too much later, and it's essentially an introduction, I think a masterful one, of the other main character. So here we are on page 13. On the day Sadie first met Sam, She had been banished from her older sister Alice's hospital room. Alice was moody in the way of 13-year-olds, but she was also moody in the way of people who might be dying of cancer. That is a doozy. That is a doozy of a sentence right there. Um, I am not, again, going to deep to digly... (laughs) dig too deeply into those uh, first two sentences that I've read for you. But I will just give you a sense, this tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow, that is a line that uh, Gabrielle Zevin pulled straight from Macbeth. And she has this beautiful way that she incorporates that into the book. But that's the kind of sneaky, super smart stuff that this woman does, where you have, um, you know, just a casual title that is pulled right from Shakespeare that is so well integrated and so well um sort of reformulated in this kind of zippy, snazzy way that will make you feel both really, really smart and also like you have a much better grip on the world today. So go out and read this book. Uh, It's also like a huge bestseller. I'm usually not a huge fan of the huge bestseller, but let me tell you, this one is a bestseller for all the right reasons. Get yourself out there, buy a copy, and then come back and listen to me talk about it for 90 minutes. Okay. Happy reading.